0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sud, and with me as always, my man, Emory Overtree, the II. What up, Tree? Family,
1: what's good? Hey, let's go out like we always do on a high note as we get ready to enter into
0: 2022, and we're going to keep it going anyway. So let's end this yes, on a sir, high note right? like we always do. Let's let's jump in. I'm going I'm to I'm throw it to you, man. A lot of things have been going on in LA. We've been talking kind of... It's been a blame game, so to speak, from what I've been seeing here. Um, everybody piling on Russ. Now it's his fault that he's getting triple doubles, and they losing.
1: What's man, going I mean, on out
0: there, man? West Coast correspondent. Man, blame game. I mean,
1: forgive me for using the word, but I mean, dare I say, it's been almost like they've been crucifying my man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's let's just be real. No, we're just gonna just go ahead and jump into all this. When we first got on the top, topic of the NBA, I think it was one of our first topics when we started this podcast, right? Yeah. You knew where I was coming from. I said from day one, man. Russell get one. Russ joined the Lakers. I was like, hey, this is where I wanted him to go. I wanted him to play with LeBron. But you know, this was fast forward to all that. What did I say? I was like, look, I, I already know what to expect. If things go south, it's going to be Russ's fault. But if things go well, all praise oh, to LeBron. Thanks and to LeBron. Look where, and look where we are. Now, understand this. And the people who are listening to me on this podcast right now, understand this. I'm not condoning the way Russell Westbrook is playing. I'm not. I'm sick of the turnovers, too. I'm sick of some of the shot selections. But I still ride with them. But see, the difference with me is this. I don't condone it. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and act like Russell Westbrook hasn't been a benefactor or hasn't been a benefit to the Lakers. Mm -hmm. You know, you got some of these correspondents on TV, like especially lately, Shannon Sharp. You know, (laughs) I give a lot of props to Shannon Sharp. I mean, he doesn't know me from a man to move. But you know what? If he ever saw me in person, man, we would go if we ever talked about this face-to-face. Because I'm sorry, it's like as much slurp as he gives LeBron James and everything else. I mean, this man has gotten brainwashed by Skip Bayless. Russell Westbrook. I don't know why everybody's so focused on the triple doubles. I mean, let's look at it in points, assists, and rebounds. The only issue of the triple double that I would take issue with with Russ would be in the points. Yeah. And the issue would be like, you know what, Russ? Sometimes you're not that good of a shooter. Your percentage has a tendency to be well below 50%. But let's look at the other attributes: assist, right? Double-digit assist. Who's the benefactor of most of those assists with Russell Westbrook, you would say, throughout this entire season? LeBron.
0: Or really, Anthony Davis was getting most of them when LeBron was out. But but either way. Mm -hmm. Now, they benefited for that, right? Yeah.
1: But a true double, you know, is, is garbage, overrated. Rebounding. I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm going to my own horn. I mean, hell, being the great rebounder that I once was, No, I mean, I'm still the greatest rebounder in my high school and college, if you ask me, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, Rebounding means that you're getting possessions. You're giving your team opportunity, whether it's on the offensive boards or on the defensive boards. I'm giving my team opportunities. So double-digit assists, double-digit rebounds, but it's a problem. All he cares about is getting his stats. And I'm sitting there saying, like, but you know what? I can go through the entire roster. I can go through the entire Laker team and find an issue, but what do we do as usual? And dare I say this is probably the first time I've seen since LeBron was in Cleveland, where it's just like we overlook, you know, add perspective to everything that's going on. And let's just, like you said, focus on Russ. I'll take the Memphis game last night. I couldn't watch it because it's a stupid spectrum. Forget y'all, middle finger to you. But I listened on the NBA audio. <laughs> now they were down three lebron had the ball lebron turned it over okay Mm -hmm. lebron turned it over where was the outcry for that you didn't hear none let russ be the one who does it oh he never takes care of the ball he's always turning it over blah 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 blah, blah, blah. double standard the perspective i even sat there and said on shannon sharps twitter timeline yesterday He's talking about Russ keeps turning over the ball. This is embarrassing. I I tweeted right to him. Well, what LeBron just did there in the last closing case, I mean, that's pretty embarrassing too. I mean, they had a chance to tie the game. He threw a turnover. He had the same amount of turnovers as Russell Westbrook. But you know what the retort is? Well, LeBron had 30, 11, and 7. Don't give me a stat line. They lost. And here's my thing. If they if Russ gets the triple double and they win, you think I'm still hearing the same things about all that all triple double is overrated? Nope. Exactly. I'll say it again. I'm not condoning Russell Westbrook's you know performance throughout the season. I'm gonna say Russ hasn't been great. He says he's been fine. If anything, I might give him that. I might give him fine. It could be better. But it's not mainly because of Russ. I'm sorry, how many games Russ, AD, and LeBron play together? We're halfway through the season. How many games have they played together? Not more than 10. Huh?
0: Not more than 10.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, even if this is a little bit more than that. Listen, there must be objectivity and perspective adds to this entire situation. It's just too easy to kick over the same old BS of, oh, it's Russ's fault. Oh, this is why I don't blame Kevin Durant for losing. And that's another thing. Why are we bringing up Kevin Durant like Kevin Durant didn't win an MVP? Right. Like Kevin Durant didn't go to the NBA Finals. But the Oklahoma City Thunder didn't play in five Western Conference Finals when Russ, KD, and Harden were on the same team. Why are we acting like the OKC Thunder were bums? But I don't blame KD for leaving. What did he not do? before tucking his tail and going to Golden State. I'm sorry, that's what he did. You can say whatever you want. He had the right to, write it, whatever. He tucked tail, ran to Golden State because he was afraid he couldn't beat him by himself. As far as I'm concerned, call a spade a spade. You 0 for 3 so far, Brooklyn, as I called out. I still don't expect them to win. So when it's all said and done, I'll ask the question again. Who's the better teammate, Kyrie or Russ?
0: Oh, I would take Russ over Kyrie. Every time, oh, 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 please believe me. I
1: let the Brooklyn Nets still not win a title. I wanna, I wanna hear. I wanna hear somebody defend Kyrie over Russ. I bet you, if I put True Serum in Kevin Durant's vein right now, bet you he take Russ now, wouldn't? And we're gonna get into that a little bit later in the show about Kyrie, but only playing away game. I mean, kiss my ass. As I said, the Lakers are short on consistency and chemistry. It's like, it's like I told you. I, part of me really wish, and it's not that I want, it's not that I want Russ to have COVID, but remember when we sat there and Russ did have COVID and he was apparently yeah. supposed to sit out? Yeah. I told you then I want him to sit out. Because what would have been the explanation if Russ was out all this time and the Lakers were still one in six or one in five, whatever they are? What have been the explanation then? I'll tell you what it'd be. We'd be right back in the Cleveland days. Talking about how LeBron still doesn't have enough help. Yep. But see, no one wants to keep it 100. Nobody wants to keep it a buck. And that's the most frustrating thing for me. Like I said again, I'm not condoning the way Russ, when Russ went four for 20, check my Twitter line. I was like, stop shooting. Stop. I think it was going to shoot balls.
0: Yeah, I think so. I was like, stop shooting, Russ. Like, dog, stop. <laughs> that was the game plan. Like, if he go <laughs> like if, if Russ hitting, like, we just tip your cap. But
1: even beyond that, what like I said, I love David Fisdale. I do. I'll take him over Frank Bogle on anything. That's just what it is. But here's my thing get like his credit in that Chicago game. They came back, right? Mm-hmm. Russ wasn't even in the game. Why did Fisdale put him back in? I'm not gonna blame Russ for that.
0: Yeah.
1: That's a coaching decision. I've coached before. Hell, I've been in positions. I've been a star player. Guess what? If I don't have it going, I just don't have it going. Somebody else did it. But let's say it's just it's just such a cliche. Let's just blame Russ. Yeah. Russ is selfish. He wants all he wants is triple doubles. It's all he cares about. <laughs> let's say it again. If it if If I was sitting here today and Russ, AD, and LeBron had played every game together up to this point, I wouldn't have a leg to stand on. I wouldn't have a leg to stand on. And if those listeners sitting up here saying, like, oh, man, you up in your feelings. It's not about me being up in my feelings. I'm just keeping the 100. I said, I I feel like I spoke this into existence. I said, if Russ gets on a contender, he'll win one. So I'm basically going to, I'm going down the ship with this. I got
0: nowhere else to go. But the question is, is he on a contender right now? I still say yes. I
1: do. But like I said, the way this season has just gone, and it's not just the Lakers. I mean, your Bulls went through it. Almost everybody's had had it. Mm -hmm. We're just focusing on the Lakers right now. Whether it was LeBron when he had COVID, LeBron when he had his injury, LeBron when he got suspended, now AD he had his injury. Now uh, AD, what else was AD? At? Well, AD was only out for his injury, right? Yeah, he's only, he's had like two different injuries. Right, so he's had two different injuries. And otherwise, other than that, he hadn't really been playing up to far. If anything, the only one who's been
0: consistent is Russ. That's what I was going to say. So, like, <laughs> look up and down that roster. Um, so Russ the only, is the only one really producing on a consistent basis. And it's just like. I do what I don't
1: understand and I hate people just over bloating this what I'm not saying it's not impressive what LeBron is doing in year 18 or 19 whatever I'm not saying it's not but to this day for the life of me someone explain to me why are we surprised I'm not until he got injured last year, I saw him in year 18 pretty much kind of doing the same thing, right? Yeah. So why would I have any reason to expect anything less? But, see, well, we got we to gotta overblow the, you know, we got to blow up the legend of LeBron because you just got those. see, I'm a fan of LeBron, but, see, I'm not going to go over the top just to, you know, try to make a case that he's the greatest of all time. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. What he's doing in year 19, yes, it's impressive, but guess what? He did it in 18, he did it in 17, he did it in 16. The only reason this dude doesn't get talked about being in the MVP conversation is because of the fact he got older. You know how dumb that sounds? So, my thing again, I expect aside from injury or COVID, God forbid, I expect LeBron James to be LeBron James. Yeah. That's why when Russ came to the Lakers, I was like, yo, Russ is playing with LeBron. Now, if LeBron want to say, like, Russ, you know, take some of this off me, whatever. I mean, you still got to find a chemistry. We got to find a flow. You know, let me get used to you get, you know, we played on Olympic teams together. We played on all-star teams together. That's different from playing a whole season. Yeah. We still got to find a flow. But the bottom line is, you're still LeBron. And as LeBron being the leader of that team, what he's doing, is impressive as it is, the six straight 30-plus games and everything else like that, you're the leader of the squad, dude. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. And until you show me otherwise, why wouldn't I expect that from you? I just need y'all to find a flow of chemistry together. Like look, I told you when we first started talking about this, when they all got together, I don't care about seeds. I don't. They could be the fourth, fifth seed, even where we are right now with a seventh seed. Right now, I'm hoping for four. I'm hoping for four to six. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm hoping for four to six right now. You do not want seven or eight. I yeah, I don't. I really don't. But if it is what it is, then hopefully, like I said again, they'll find a, you know, a flow by then. But still, give me four to six. I just need them to find a consistency. I need to find a chemistry and to know that. You know, like I said again, please let them be healthy. And I'm going to trust in the fact, like I told a dude on Twitter, you know, he and I got into a healthy little debate. And he's like, why do you believe in Russell Westbrook as much as you do? And I was like, because I've seen it work. You know, I said, all oh, this, you know, exaggeration, what Kevin Durant went through in OKC. I'm sorry. There was success in OKC. The only thing they didn't do was win the title. Yeah. So I've seen that it can work if you put them with the right pieces. I've seen it. Right now, the only difference is now, they're older. So things are slightly different, but there has to be a consistency to find a chemistry and a flow that will make this work. But I, said, I I agree with LeBron 100% when he says, there's no chemistry with any li- lineup we have. He was 100% on that. but I was like, you are right. When I saw that lineup, because <laughs> Ish even said, when they had, Darren Conson, Avery Bradley, who else was out there? It was somebody else out there. And I just sat there and just, you know, I shook my head like, what? And Stanley Johnson. And I just kind of looked like, huh? But at the present moment, guess what? I mean, uh, aside from Melo, the Lakers don't really have a bench right now. These are prospective things. Yeah. I can't expect LeBron and Russ to put up the kind of minutes they did when they were in their early 30s, let alone 20s, because they aren't there anymore. So when eventually they need a break or they get tired, guess what? There's not enough in the cupboard to make up for it. And props to Ja Morant. John Morant just got off. I love Ja. Hey, that dude was a monster. He is the face of his class officially to me now. I'm sorry, Zion. You got to take the back seat. That's Ja's class. Yeah. <clears throat> but like I said, this whole narrative of what the Lakers are going through is simply Russ's fault. Cut it out, man. Stop, stop. Like I said it's just it's just too easy to kick over the same BS narrative. Like I said, which is based off a bunch of garbage that makes no sense at all. Like I said, until Russ got to these Lakers. Please tell me, with all the teams before leading up to when KD left. Which one of those teams were title contenders? And I rest
0: my case. Not a single one. Like, Thank you, sir. The thing that I've noticed, um, watching, you know, I don't, I don't follow Lakers nearly as close as you do, but kind of being like on the outsider looking in, all these veterans who they got to kind of bolster the team. You know, we, we were laughing at them, you know, being the old team, but they are right. just looking old. Like, yeah, the one young guy isn't even playing well. The uh THT. He's sucking it up like I think mm-hmm. he was shooting some terrible. I think he was like five for his last, like 33 threes.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: like, where is this team? This team that we were all like, oh, the Lakers have put together a super team. Now they're just really super old. Dwight Howard and uh, DeAndre Jordan both look washed. Like if Russ is getting 10 rebounds a game, where are the big men? If this is Dwight Howard getting boards, Russ isn't getting any rebounds because they're gone. If Russ has to get 10 boards, there's a problem at center. And, I mean,
1: you're, you're not wrong, but at the same time, but here we go again. And, I mean, I know Fizz has been running the show, but I'm assuming that he's running the show based on what Frank, Frank, Vogel,
0: what Frank Vogel
1: approves. Yep. And it's just like what I read earlier today. You know, Ray John Rondo apparently is about to get traded if he has not right, already to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. And I just sat there and, and I said, like, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me. I was like, this is the same Frank Bogle that I watched last year just basically trick off a playoff against the Suns. Like, what the hell are you doing? You left Montrezl Harrell just sitting on the bench. Yeah. Didn't play him at all. And now I'm looking at Rondo about to be gone, and I mean, I understand why, but I'm like, I never thought Rondo was used correctly. He wasn't. He was never used correctly. I mean, there were times where Rondo was on the bench and he never played. A culture decision didn't play, and I'm like, why? Why isn't Rondo coming in for Russell? Well, hell, why isn't even Rondo and Russell even playing? I like them on the court together.
0: Yeah, like and, said, and I just Russell don't understand, the ball.
1: like I said, Vogel's strategy. And the times, like I said again, with Dw- there are times where Dwight was on the bench, and he, again, Vogel didn't use him. <laughs> I said, man, this, is, this, this whole this whole thing is madness, and I had to look up. He's he's I'm not looking past this season. I'm not. But here's the thing that really intrigues me. If I can if I can be allowed to you know think forward real quick. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Russ and LeBron have player options coming up. Mm-hmm. They both got player options coming up. <laughs> the difference between LeBron and Miami and this going on right now. Is that at least with LeBron in Miami, aside from the age thing, obviously, but at least with LeBron in Miami, he got to play with D Wade and Bosch and of course the rest of the crew throughout the season. Yeah. When they first, when they first came together, they took their lumps. They weren't very good when it came out, but at least it was consistent. I have not gotten that yet with this Laker team. I have not yet you know, gotten to see, to me, what I feel is the true potential of the squad. I'm just getting basically the appetizers. I'm getting small sample sizes. So, like I said, so it, it's, the, it's basically the only thing I got left to hold on to. AD will be back in what? I don't know. I think they said a month, a little under a month. Yeah, a little under a month now. So, like I said, at this point, like I said, man, this gets to the end of the season, give me four to six. Because the one thing I took away from that Memphis game, and I'll say, here we go again. You won't blame Russ. I don't understand how Memphis came back. Again, props to Job. But in the fourth quarter, it was 21 to 9. That can't all be Russ.
0: Yeah. Defensively, Lakers aren't good. LeBron (laughs) can't guard anybody. Like,
1: Russ has never been.
0: don't, Don't say that. Don't let nobody hear you say that. Homie, I saw that Bulls game. In its entirety, and when they switched Demar Derozan, well, LeBron and Demar Derozan, Demar was like, "You're too small," and was still cooking him. Hey, he cooked like said, everybody on that roster.
1: All I'm saying is, again, like I said, I'm not saying you're wrong, but that goes to my point. I can look all around, and if you really want to nitpick, I can find issues with everybody, every single person. That's just, just be that's just being real. But LeBron what I'm ain't being is,
0: aggressive enough. If it ain't a fast break, he a jump shooter. I'm
1: I'm just hoping by season's end, they'll be ready. And I'm saying, but this, as far as this player options uh, thing is concerned, I don't even think I got my point out. So let me get it out now. Yeah, yeah. Russell LeBron got their player options. I think I said off the jump that I don't expect LeBron to play more than three more years. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I am hard pressed to believe Cabrani won't be out for like another two years. Two? Yeah. I'd be hard-pressed to believe LeBron leaves L.A. And if LeBron don't go, I'm not saying it would be the reason, but since Russ has a player option, I don't see Russ leaving either. So I expect them to see LeBron and Russ together again next year in in L.A. But hopefully, like I said again, we can come with a, a, a better approach. I mean, they're talking about trading for Jeremy Grant. And personally, myself again. I mean, maybe because it's the Detroit. I'm sorry. Just like when I see Jeremy Grant in situations where he, you know he has to show up, mm-hmm. it's different when you're on a team and you suck. You can just go ahead and ball out because you don't have nothing. But when you have to show up, I said I'm, I'm just not a real big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of trading for Jeremy Grant.
0: And I don't even know how they got one dude, one dude who y'all can really trade because I don't nobody want anybody else. Y'all got one and guy, really wants, and, uh, to the way it looks, nobody really wants Russ.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Russ ain't even that one dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> I, like I said, man. I, like I said, my I would take a Miles Turner right now. I mean, like I said if it was up to me, man, give me the kid from Boston. I want him so bad. I want the kid from Boston so bad. I, I mean, like, basically, he would to me, like I said, in a fantasy draft, he would be the like the biggest acquisition to a lot of the woes the Lakers are going through. Because, I mean, <laughs> dude, I sat there and I watched these cats try to, even though I was watching them against your Bulls, man, I mean, what people don't understand, when it comes to rebounding, and like I said, I, I'm more than qualified to speak on this. When it comes to rebounding, the bottom line is this. You can sit up here and practice all you want, you know, forms and everything else like that. It comes from within your chest. Won't to. And that's the one thing I saw with your, I mean, your Bulls, there were moments where the Lakers should have won the game. I was texting you. You didn't text me back. I mean, me might have been busy, whatever. But I was just sitting there watching, and they just wanted the ball more. And I said, yeah. like, that's all rebounding is. I want the ball more than you. But I said. I faced guys from six, eight to seven foot, and I rebounded them in the game. Outside of positioning, regardless, the inches I gave up, you no know, I was able to out rebound them because I just wanted the ball more than they did. Yeah. I just wanted the ball more. And like I said, you you can't coach this. Rebounding of a motion stat. You know, so well, I said, man, <laughs> and, and, and you know, and the funniest part about all of this, again. As bad as they are looking for the Lakers right now, they're only three, four games out of the 4th seed. <laughs> three, more games out of the 4th seed. So, like I said, man, it's, it's going to be fun. I think they're going to get together. I really do. I really do. And like I said, if for some reason they don't get together this year, and like I said, I'm, I'm going to stay on the ship, you know, until, like I said, some of those changes. But I need Russ to stay on the contender. Russ will get one. I think it can be done here. But like I said, a lot a lot of the stuff that the Lakers are going through right now is just a thing amongst themselves. And one of the reasons I like Russ playing with LeBron is I felt that if anybody could really talk to Russ, who had the you know, cachet, mm-hmm. it's LeBron. Yeah. I feel like this. I mean, I'd, I'd be amazed. I mean, it's not been reported. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I'd be amazed if they've never had a sit-down just to talk about yo, what's going on? I mean, I know I would. Yeah. I've gone, i I've gone through situations like that. You know, when I hey, say college when my team's going through our losing streak, yo, <laughs> until my coach, the buffoon, dropped the baton. Yo, I was looking at some of this cats in the face, like, what
0: the hell is the deal?
1: Like, what's the deal? Like, we are <laughs> like we are stinking to join up right now. You can't tell me LeBron and Russ ain't had a talk like, oh, yeah. you know, we got to figure something out. And, the, and, say, and and I feel Russ is man enough that he can know he can take it, yeah. especially from LeBron. I wouldn't expect him to hear from Vogel. Because I think Vogel's spineless. Yeah, I think I think he can hear from LeBron. From LeBron or I think he can hear from Melo. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he. there are those who could go up to him and like, yo, Russ, like, talk to us, man. Like, what's up? And vice versa. Yeah. Cause I mean, something got to be done, but I said, you know, I said, but it's not all, it's not all on Russ, it's not all on Russ, and this whole and this, and this you know weak stat of Russ has missed 26 layups in the last five games. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm not condoning the wide open misses of Russ that Russ has missed, like the one he missed against Memphis. You know, he just took off a step too far. Yeah. I saw what happened. He, he took off a step too far, but. Let's not act like some of those layups weren't contested.
0: Come on, man. I said, yeah. come on, be, be real. And then in order to get good Russ, sometimes you got to go through bad Russ. I mean, he is who he is. We know who Russ is. Like you're gonna get those seven turnover games, but then you're gonna get a game where he goes like 36, 20, and like 17. But I'm just saying, if even within the seven turnovers or whatever,
1: it's just like you act like you've never gotten wins anyway. Yeah. And like I said again, I mean <laughs> Russ is averaging, I think, close to what? Five turnovers a game, but LeBron's only one right behind you. Yeah. Listen, but no one talks about that. No one wants to talk about it. So, that's, I mean, it, it's just so easy to go to the old well and kick over the same stone, which is just such BS. Like I us it, like say it's, it's only for ratings, because that's, that's all it does. It just moves yeah. the needle. It's you just know, a lot of hate. Nobody wants to keep it real.
0: Bro, no, nobody, finish, nobody wants to keep it above. I will. We'll go ahead and And start a new hashtag to go along with. Russ will get one. What's that? Hashtag free LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag free LeBron.
1: Whatever.
0: I'm willing to trade Kobe White for LeBron straight up right now. (laughs) Who who says no? (laughs) LeBron, you go ahead and stay here and call it a day. We have a home for you. We have a house with a gate with a number 23 already on it. It's still
1: We're
0: for number six. Hey, we can make a phone call and get that number 23 allowed for you if you wish. So you just wear six like Russell. Oh good, Oh, good. All right, let's transition to our next topic, which is Kyrie's back. He will be playing the road games for the Brooklyn Nets. He just uh got clear from his COVID protocol. So he is going to be practicing and all that with the team here shortly, only on road games, um, but not not when they are at home. Well, actually, he can't in New York because they, they said it wasn't. Um, it was a private building, so even the home games will be able to practice. He just won't be able to attend. So what you what do you think of uh, oh, you, the Mets? You Nets? go first. You go all right, first. So I don't know how it's still going to work, just because you know I feel like you need to have some consistency. But I do feel that Brooklyn feels that they aren't good enough to win without Kyrie. I think because they've lost to the Bulls twice already. Um, I think they are seeing that Milwaukee is rounding into form and they've had battles with Philadelphia. I don't think as they currently stand with KD and James Harden, they feel that they are good enough to win the East and they will do whatever it takes to put themselves over the hump. And one thing that with Kyrie coming back that i don't even see if it if it matters um so he can't play home games right but they're currently the one seed if this goes to a game seven guess who you missing out on great what's what's the point if if, i don't know if it gets like close to the playoffs and he just says like i'm gonna get that shot just so he can play i don't know but if he sticks to his guns like he has been sticking to his guns i still see this as a lose-lose for the nets where are you at, man? First of all,
1: forget Kyrie Irving, and that's just me being being very, very polite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Forget Kyrie Irving, and no, if we going to no, you know I mean that. Let's even go a little further. Forget the front office of the Brooklyn Nets, from the mm-hmm. owner down to down to the to the water boy. You know, it's, I don't you know the water boy got nothing to do with it. But let's just talk about those two faced cowards real quick. Let's go back to October when they came out in public and said that since Kyrie was unwilling to get vaccinated, they're going to take a stand and say that this dude cannot play or practice with the team, right? They said that publicly for everybody to hear Mm -hmm. because he would not go with the mandate of New York that you have to be vaccinated. They said that. Fast forward to the present day. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are sitting the number one seed in the NBA. Okay, and these mothers tuck tail. And what do they use to explain their reason why they brought Kyrie back? Oh, we have played too many players in the protocol, so uh, we got to bring him back. You've been had players in the protocol. Yeah, a lot of people got players in the protocol. That that doesn't fly with me. Don't spit on my head and tell me it's raining. The fact is, they saw. An opportunity. Oh, we really got a shot this year. Yeah, we really need to get him back. You can, you can say they can say all they want. I'm calling someone to be a. It's so fake. And all you did is basically give the victory to one Kyrie Irving. I don't care if he is only playing away games. He's playing. Yep. And did you see that press conference, Kyrie Irving? I knew there'd be consequences. But I wasn't I wasn't prepared for them. Yeah. What? Hold on. I mean, I, I played that back like five times. I was like, hold on. You knew there was consequences, but I wasn't prepared for them. Like, I was like, I, I see a hot stove. I know it's hot. I know it's consequences. But if I put my hand on there and get burned, oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Shut the hell up, Kyrie Irving. Oh. It, Kyrie Irving, it, it just basically confirms why I say the Brooklyn Nets will never win a world championship. They won't. They, mentally, I find them, they are the weakest super team in the history of the NBA. You will never get me to fall off of that. That's exactly why they won't win a championship. That has nothing to do with skill. It has nothing to do with ability. All up here. All up here. They are mentally fragile. They are mentally weak. And they are playing for the right system, the right organization to coddle them for their weakness. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He can only come back for the road games? I mean, you said it so yourself. So if we don't have home court advantage and we go seven and lose, because you couldn't play in the home game, what was it all for? For what? Exactly. Like, I don't I, see the point. Kyrie Irving, let's say, man, it's just, it's greed. That's all it is. Because to go through, to go through all this, and have you noticed that Kyrie still hasn't said anything about getting vaccinated? No, he's not. He's basically getting getting his way. So what would make you think that (laughs) that if you go to the playoffs, oh, now I'm going to get vaccinated? Now I'm going to get vaccinated? Yeah when you can just go ahead and get it over with and just be done now. If you want to get it over with now, then basically you just wasted all of our time. And you're still, you know, uh, over, you know, self, self-absorbed, you know, bum off the court. Because so on the court, like I said, his talent cannot be denied. I, I get yeah. Kyrie that. But it, it, it's just, it's so sad and pathetic. That's why I, I, will, I will never support the Brooklyn Nets. I don't believe they'll ever win a championship. And when they don't, I will ask, like I said in the last segment, Please tell me who was worse, Kyrie Irving or Russell Westbrook. It's true. <laughs> the Nets never win a title. I better never hear nothing else again about Russell Westbrook and OKC.
0: Now, uh, one of my boys uh, gave me this theory, and I think it may actually have – it may hold something to it, and I want to run that by you. What's that? Um, and that's the Nets are bringing Kyrie back for one reason – And that is to let everybody see that he is healthy so they can trade him. And the trade partner that he was saying was the Portland Trailblazers for Dame Lillard. Like, who says no? Because they think Dame is going to leave. Might as well get the best player you can for him. And Kyrie will probably be the best player you could get for Dame. And I'd say, like, that's not a terrible idea.
1: In theory, it's not. But here's the thing. Kyrie would be right back in the same situation that he was apparently supposed to be in in Brooklyn no you can play in you can play in Portland.
0: oh they don't have the vaccination rule they don't have the vaccination rule okay. yeah. only only New York and California were the only two teams were that uh only two states where you had those rules I, mean, I thought there were more than two but we, well, whichever with those states but yeah and then oh and then Canada um the Raptors but um, right. then you can play road games in New York if you're from the opposing team. It's only for residents of those uh, those states. It sounds good in theory,
1: but I mean, but not, but now, but now, here's the thing. Now we're gonna call out Dan Lillard. Mm-hmm. You know, and basically we're also gonna call out the front office of the of the Trailblazers. I must say, it sounds good in theory, but here's the thing. I don't think nobody wants that headache. The, the Kyrie headache. I don't think nobody wants it. I don't see any benefit that Portland would feel after everything that Kyrie Irving has done, not even just in uh, Brooklyn. You can go back to the Celtics.
0: Celtics in Cleveland.
1: Who wants the headache? I'm talking, him and Ben Simmons. Who would want the headache? Yeah. What's that? So, you I mean what your boy said? I said, it sounds good in theory, like in terms of talent for talent. Hey, I'm with them 100%. Yeah. But listen, but if I'm going to be 100 about it, you know, these men who you know, make millions of dollars to make these executive decisions, you make a decision like that, you're a fool. I'm sorry, you, I mean, you'd be a fool. <laughs> you mean, think you're going to get back your bang for your buck trading Damian Lillard for Kyrie Irving? At least with Dame, you know that he's going to make himself available to come and play every game. With Kyrie, you always got to sit on the edge of your seat. Because depending on how the, the mood this dude is in, he might disappear on you for months.
0: Yeah. Kyrie is good for about 60 games. And he going to miss them other 22 for various reasons. Some injury. Or, some Or,
1: or, or like some, unless something happened in the world. You know, uh, a, a little girl lost her puppy on yeah. the other side of the country. And now, you know, Kyrie decides he wants to stand with, uh, what is it, PETA his nana's <laughs> birthday like you, know, you know what I'm miss a week you know what i'm saying it's like it, it just wouldn't let's say in theory talent for talent your boy's 100 but in reality nobody's that dumb except for the brooklyn nets who are just gonna say and take the gamble of the fact that okay we're getting back for road games and steve nash is an overrated hall
0: of famer yeah, and he's he's not a good coach. Like, in order for Brooklyn to win it all, he's going to have to coach at some point, and he hasn't coached in the, what, year and a half he's been there?
1: Steve Nash is is no coach. No, you know what I said me? <laughs> he's no coach, man. And the only reason I call him an overrated Hall of Fame is the fact that, again, I, I will still always debate those MVPs. Now, Steve, Steve Nash deserved to be on the top 75. I said so. Understand when I say he's an overrated Hall of Famer, you know. I said it's just <laughs> that's just me just annoyed the fact this man has two MVPs, <laughs> one more than Kobe Bryant, and we all know that he was not better than Kobe. Exactly. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. But the Brooklyn Nets, man, I like to them, They deserve whatever is coming to them. I like I hope, I hope they get to the finals, just to watch them fall. Oh. Tell so you, Kyrie Irving, man, I knew the consequences, but I wasn't prepared for them. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't make stuff like that up. Like, what? It doesn't make no sense. I, I, I knew the consequences, but I wasn't prepared for them. <laughs> but no, but he, he, he's better than Russ, though. I'll take him over Russ. Whatever, dude. Like said, the 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 Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> I'm about to go fall on their face. I'm telling you, Kevin Durant balling. I mean, he, him and Steph Curry. I mean, it's tight race for MVP right now. I think Kevin Durant made up some some ground, so now it's him and Steph for the uh, MVP.
0: Yeah, and then i will probably say like Joker is probably like in third, hanging hanging back. And it's a it's a far third right now. It's a two, it is a two horse race. Yeah, um, but, KD and ever. Steph. Joker is on the peripheral, and then I will put, personally, DeMar DeRozan at number four um, right there behind the Joker. Uh,
1: well, I mean, like I, say, I say all that just to say, <laughs> I, say I, I would love to be a fly in that Brooklyn Nets locker room, man. Because you know, whether, whether it never comes out, I guarantee you, there are cats on that team who have followed line for line that are heated. Oh, yeah, Kyrie's back. If I'm Patty Mills, I'm sick. Oh, yeah, because Patty Mills been getting his rocks off, man. Hey, Patty Mills has been <laughs> balling since the Olympics. He may not say it out loud, probably because he's from that Spurs, you know, mm-hmm. pedigree, but if I'm Patty Mills, I'm hot.
0: Or he just going to buy this time because he know Kyrie going to leave again. <laughs> <laughs> he he going to be gone. Ky, Kyrie, I just got to stay ready.
1: <laughs> Kyrie Irving, man, let I'm I, I, I live to see the Nets fall. I said, oh, oh for 3. Where, where's that title at, Brooklyn? I'm still waiting. You've been, you've been giving me a lot of excuses. And I told you from day one, them excuses don't fly off me. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. Y'all haven't even been to the conference finals. Where's it at? Show me. Because I told you what it was going to be from day one. Weakest mental, super team in the history of the NBA. And if they never win a title, it needs to get marked now. Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Will Chamberlain should get a pass. <laughs> as far as like the weakest super teams that were ever, ever, ever yeah. formed, or the biggest disappointments, whatever you want to call them, them Brooklyn Nets better go to spot number one. They better yeah. go to spot number one because they will yeah. not win a title. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And Kyrie Irving, let's, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on. Kyrie Irving is the reason why. Oh, yeah. Kyrie Irving will be the reason
0: why. Like, this is the first time in James Harden's career. Well, James Harden's career where when they lose and it wasn't, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't on him. <laughs> it <wasn't> his fault. Because <laughs> I 100% put that OKC finals loss on James Harden. <laughs> like, that was his fault. All his. It was all on
1: him. <laughs> I'll put it all on him. But he, he like I said, he, he definitely disappeared though. He, he felt, he felt a little short. But like I said, but that's why I thought, you know, hey, they were young at the time. But it's all good. <laughs> hey, like I said, he, he, showed up in that Lakers game. I'll tell you what, he did. He, he balled out in that Lakers game. I gotta give him props. But like I said, you, you can tell me what you want to. I think the only person on that team who might actually be happy that Kyrie's back is Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah, that's his boy. He exactly. to play with his friend. Exactly. Nets get out of here, man. <laughs> All right, so let's jump to our next topic. We are rounding out the end of 2021, and I just wanted right. to get your thoughts. Do you have any any moments or any memories of the year that was 2021 when it came to sports? Hey, man, my Bearcats.
1: Made their first college football playoff, non-power five to ever do it, man. Shout out to my Bearcats. Uh, Aside from that, (laughs) like I said, I mean, it was no, was our second year. Uh, Basically, you know, trying to have sports within the, you know, confines of COVID. Yeah, the confines of COVID. Thank you. (laughs) You know, I say, I guess for me, there will always just be that inkling in the back of my mind now in, in terms of the nba i don't necessarily blame COVID for what happened in terms of results i said milwaukee won this is more injuries than, any, than anything else yeah But I, I always just sit there and wonder you know and um, <clears throat> you know aside from that like i said we're trying to move forward and you know 2021 man it's just been a trip i said right now we're going through through it right now with a lot of these teams in all different sports are being ravaged by you know these outbreaks and it just makes you wonder man like how you know how much longer is this going to be our normal
0: yeah
1: you know you know but um another upside definitely a hey, shout out to candace parker and the chicago sky winning winning the championship and a hey, tom brady established himself as you know a I think he's surpassed Michael Jordan as the face of our generation, as the the goat, as the greatest, <sighs> the greatest winner of our lifetime. I'm sorry, I know you, I know you, I know you don't want to admit it, but like the, the facts are too hard, man. I think Tom Brady bringing that seven, getting that seventh ring, then out Bill, he he he's he suppl- supplanting MJ at the head of the table. MJ said the right, he said the left. Tom gets the big piece of chicken. <laughs>
0: Pass, pass Tom the thigh. Are, the breast. You you are are talking crazy. Um, for me, my biggest memory of 2021, biggest memories. Um, one you kind of touched upon it, Candace Parker and the Chicago Sky. And really just that whole WNBA season, man. It was like spectacular from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love to see like the one that was like the 25th anniversary of the WNBA, and I just love to see the the way the the game is kind of coming more mainstream it's being on tv more it's mm-hmm. no longer being on like on espn2 on like weird days we're seeing it more on abc they're getting more exposure and i just love yeah. that um and then second like man it's been like so long man but the bulls are respectable again see <laughs> here to my eye like oh man like i've been waiting for this for so long uh, just the fact that we are like 30 some odd games into the season and the Bulls are currently second. Like they got free agents, man. Like the fact that they got a new regime, a new like vice president, new GM and people are coming. Like the moment Lonzo ball signed, I'm like, man, it's different. Uh and then like, to to steal Demar Derozan and and Alex Caruso, who I I admit I was kind of like, eh, he paid him how much? But now I'm like, yo, man, that man deserves every penny he gets. <laughs> <laughs> I oh man, it just feels so good to have to watch a Bulls team that doesn't just like fall apart with, like, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like, they are actually closing teams out. I've never seen this. I haven't seen this since Derrick Rose pre-injury. Like, MVP Rose before they were, like, just closing teams out. Before it would be like, eh. <laughs> Even when it was Jimmy, you know, it was still this this chance the Bulls may just blow this game. But, oh, it feels so good to have a coach that's not a clown and a GM that actually knows what they're doing. Those are the two. Those are my two takeaways for 2021, and I just can't wait to see what 2022 holds.
1: Well, I'm I'm
0: happy for you on that,
1: man. I I really am. You <laughs> you have suffered for well over what over
0: 20 years. Uh, been a long time since that that 98 final. That 98 finals, man. If I had known, that would have been the end of the road, man. Like, I, I did look? tell I did tell you though. You did. You told me. But man, like they called it the last dance. But we I mean, dances—you know—the the dance starts again like the next year, man. You know, <laughs> prom and homecoming happen every year. We weren't even invited. No one asked us out. <laughs> we weren't getting <laughs> no, they no players. They went, they went. Joe Clark and put the chains on the door. Man, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was bad. I ain't coming here. It was bad, but I love it. We're in a good place. Let's go, Chicago.
1: Yeah, and, and another thing, man, another thing I want to touch on, man. I mean, uh, this is also a year, man. We lost, we lost a lot of legends this year, man. I mean, the most recent one here being uh,
0: John Madden. Oh man, John Madden. Yeah, we gotta touch on John Madden before we end this, man. That guy, he made football sound important, man. That's exactly
1: what I was saying, bro. I mean, I, I, I put it on my Twitter uh, timeline the biggest thing about Madden I remember because you no, know, I mean, for me, and I'm sure I feel safe saying it for you. See, football was, is, even until now, it was always my, my you know, backup sport to basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, and my biggest thing I remember coming up as a kid, I don't care if I was out, at home or watching at my grandparents' house, is that whenever John Madden was on TV, it's almost like he was the dig by tell of, the, of football. Yeah. The thing that they, that they have in common, I mean, is just their passion for the sports. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, I don't know you no know, necessarily, I'm not very good at the, you know, the breakdown of the techniques and all the fundamentals of football. I'm not, I, I admit that freely. But like, whenever John Madden spoke and whenever he got, you know, he was one of the first ones you know, on the screen, drawing the yeah. line and all, breaking down the play. I mean, whenever he, I mean, I, the one thing I love about listening to Madden is that he just, you can tell he meant what he said and he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And I mean, I, was, I can't break down anything in, like in particular, but, I just remember in the moment where he would be talking about it, even I could follow along what he was saying. And he, man, he just loved. The, I mean, he just loved the game, man. I mean, this dude was, dare I say, arguably a, a, almost bigger than the game.
0: Yeah, and if he told
1: you somebody was good, they was good. <laughs> exactly. Though know, he wasn't like some of these other cats just throwing out, you know, credentials just because you had a good game or a good season. But yeah. like you actually had to earn it from John Madden. And I mean and <laughs> this is be on the real stuff, I, I I personally suck at the Madden football game, you <laughs> know, EA sports or whatever. Uh, yeah. I've never been good at the John Madden at Madden football. I, I have always sucked. I, I I threw I threw my towel in early in the game. Man,
0: my favorite thing, my favorite Madden, Madden 92, which is a game that I still own. It is in the basement right now if somebody gets hurt, man, the ambulance comes in and like takes out half the team just to pick up that one guy, man, like go on YouTube and check it out. Man. Like, go Just look at 92 ambulance. I get weak every single time just thinking about it. Like that may be the greatest video game franchise of all time.
1: Oh, oh I, um, I mean, in terms of sports, uh, I mean, I, I think it, you, you're, you're right. I mean, I, it's hard press. I mean, as much as I'm a fan of you no, know, NBA Live, even now the newest one, NBA 2K. I mean, Madden will stand the test of time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, I mean, think about it. Madden is so huge. I mean, they didn't the, the, they give it a, a like its own 30-minute show in terms yeah. of the rating of the players. Yeah. They only do that for 2K. They don't, they just release them on the Twitter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, a, it's every time. Um, Excuse me. Every time there's a Madden release, it's a big deal. Yeah, it is a huge deal, and it's just simply because of no. Like I said, the man, and like I said, I mean, he and uh, what was my man's name that he used to? Oh, Pat Summerall. Yes, Summerall. To me, but (laughs) they are in terms of football, you can't top them. Yeah. As far as like no broadcasting duels, can't top them. Now, in terms of my all-time, they're definitely in my top five. But as far as football goes, man, no one will ever t- touch them. Yeah. I mean, I watch some football games now, and it's just kind of like, since Madden, and especially Summerall, no one's ever grabbed me on the commentating front like he ever did. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's just like, man,
0: they, they, those, the, that man was just, he was just amazing. <laughs> Boom! He was just, definitely an icon of the sport. Yeah, shout out to Madden and our condolences to his friends and his family, uh, former Absolutely. teammates and former players who he coached in. Absolutely. I Everybody in lost, back um, said, I think
1: we did we lose Hank Aaron this year too. Yeah, I believe yeah, so. You know, we lost uh, Hammer and Hank yeah. at, the begin- at the beginning of the year. Those was in yeah. January. Yeah. I said, another, another icon, you know, especially in the game of baseball, man. I mean <laughs> like I said, what this, what that man did, and again, I mean, well before the whole PED issue. I mean, this this man was for real. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the the term legend, icon. I mean, it, it gets thrown around a little bit too loosely now, but in terms of in the game of baseball, that man truly was that a legend and icon. Yeah. You know, so you, you, know, So you can make the argument, like you know, I said, <laughs> I would needed me sitting, know, uh, with some. Uh, uh, Baseball, you know, and no enthusiast or expert, I should say, to really like, you know, give me school me on the game. But when you really think about like the greatest of all time, you got the Hank, you know. He's definitely in that argument. Yeah, he he definitely got to be in there. He definitely got to be in there because he he was just amazing. I mean, I never saw him play live, but just again, just reading about him and just seeing highlights, (laughs) that man was no joke
0: yeah definitely definitely we lost some legends but hopefully 2022 will be a, a great year for everybody um absolutely you got it's, anything it's, they, you want to add before we wrap this up
1: no I man this again was, uh, you know everybody stay safe you know again just you know new norm that we're living in right now it's unfortunate man but you know we're praying that eventually you know hopefully even in 2022 we can get back to the normal that we were all used to, you know, well before, you know, this coronavirus, you know, came down upon us. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited because my, my son will be here. Yes, indeed. My second son will be here in 2022. In fact, you know, a few weeks to go, man, he will be here. So like I said, I mean, we'll, we'll probably do another show or two before that, but that's what I'm definitely looking forward to more than anything, getting, getting my little man here. In 2022, like I said, but we are gonna get it on again, and hopefully in 2022 the Lakers will turn around and we'll be ready by the playoffs somewhere between four
0: and six. Yeah, trade LeBron by the February trade deadline. We got this. Hey, Kobe White say, to LeBron is on the table. Hey, anybody trade LeBron?
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> you don't want
1: to trade for LeBron right now. Y'all got y'all, y'all got
0: y'all got chemistry. Why would you want to mess that up? I mean, we we still need a power forward. We need we need one more one more piece. Our power our starting power forward got hurt, and the league denied our hardship exception. Like, how you gonna deny it, league? Like y'all don't... don't 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 mess with a good thing,
1: man. Y'all y'all got something going. Y'all got something going. Don't mess with don't mess with a good thing. So true. But go ahead, drop your drop your social, sir. As always, it is at the M C G as in Go, O, D as in David, I, B as in Victor, A, as the Mickadiva on Twitter.
0: And I am at JSUG at J-A-Y-S-U-G-G also on the Twitter. And once again, thank everybody for your listening this year. Um, we appreciate every single one who checks us out. And until next time, we out. Later! Happy New Year!